Welcome to the Empower Podcast, a community of women that encourage and inspire each other to move forward in everything that God has for their lives. Welcome to the Empower Podcast, everybody. I'm Kelly. And I am Kaylee, and we are so excited excited. about season two. We are in season two of the Empower Podcast right now, and it's been so cool uh, being able to bring on some really close friends and people that we respect and admire. Um, And so today... Today's special. I don't know if you guys are ready. I don't know either. Are you ready? These are some of the bestest friends. Yeah, the bestest that friends. we have. That's a little yeah. a little hint. But our husbands, <laughs> yeah. guys, are on today. Our husbands. We are so excited. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they're power. very excited. Just, are are just, we? Just, hold on. Are we the first <laughs> male guests ever on uh, the podcast? You, you are absolutely are. But you won't be the last. What a you privilege. will not. Fist bump. <laughs> today, today it's manpower, Nick. It's yeah. manpower. Man oh. It totally is. Speaking of manpower, Tyler has um, a Proverbs 31 mug. We're very, very excited. Yeah. He's no, bringing your audience. It's mm. very important. Yes. <laughs> so cute, babe. So um, cute. Anyway, Tyler, I'm going to go ahead and introduce uh, Tyler, and Kaylee's going to introduce Nick. But Tyler is my husband. Um, he is Tyler or babe to me. Um, but he is Pastor Tyler to a lot of people in our church. He's the associate pastor at Action Church. He does all things pastoring but also what he's really good at very is- detailed description <laughs> all things you know me pastoring. all so, so well too many details there's all the pastoring things that a pastor would do with pastoring people i mean he does he, uh, le- he leads a small group he leads our staff in a lot of ways he preaches sometimes on a weekend he supports our lead pastor really well um and yeah you do all things you know pastoring all things pastor. <laughs> but i was about to honor you babe but what he also does really well is he's a great dad to kids he's a great husband to me he puts up with a lot um as if you guys can imagine and um yeah so we're i'm super grateful you're on today it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah yeah so okay so it. nick is my husband and Correct. nick at our church he is the worship director and yes. it's really cool because nick kind of we we met leading worship together and so um worship has always been a part of our ministry and our relationship it's really cool um but nick is not only an amazing leader to the people around him but he also leads our family so well yeah. um and yeah so i'm so excited yes to talk we are very today. excited yeah. so we, we always start with kind of just a fun little get to know you type of question and so um nick and tyler uh when was the first time you realized that we were the ones you oh. wanted to marry what a, <laughs> what a great question this is tyler by the way <laughs> This is Tyler for the record. Uh, Before I answer that question, I do want to say one of my favorite things about the Drakes are those pictures from back in the day when oh, you guys met. Oh, I was going to say that. It is so bad. If you don't know, the emo. you need to go on their Instagrams yes. and scroll. And uh-huh. uh, yes, the email Nick, look. Nick, what was that? About 2006, Nick oh, is one of my yes. favorite Nicks. Ex- oh, yeah. Major emo, like, like he, major side If you're old enough to remember Jimmy Eat World, he was yes. like a Jimmy member of best. Jimmy Eat World yeah, with, right. with some like, the only thing you're missing, the, the, there's a difference between like Jimmy Eat World and goth. If you had some eyeliner. You oh my off, gosh, you're right. But you didn't have eyeliner, so you stayed Jimmy yeah. Eat World. Yeah, yeah I respect that. Jimmy Eat World. Like, Jimmy Eat World, right? Jimmy what? Eat World. Oh, but the thing with Jimmy Eat World, that's so great. <laughs> no, you say Jimmy Eat World. I say Jimmy I don't Eat understand. World. You like, you like, and now, 
like pronounces the eat really uh, you're emphasizing the wrong syllable yes yes, yes. <laughs> syllable. yeah no actually do love that i was actually gonna say i love the emo pictures of you guys um <laughs> from back in the day are my favorite for sure but watch what we're most well known for yeah so this mm -hmm. is this is the master of a, of a segue here because mm -hmm. Back in the day, before Kelly and I started dating, we had friends that were in a band that we was uh, similar to Jimmy Eat World. They were. <laughs> um, so Nick could have uh, easily been in that band. Oh my but, gosh. Uh, at the time, Kelly and I weren't dating, we weren't together, but that's how we kind of got uh, to, to know each other and got right. around each other. And Kelly always had a boyfriend and uh, okay. I was kind of always oh. single on the market. And no, so you I was waiting, friend. I was always waiting no, for the right time. Uh, and so, uh, we started working together at a high school, um, and in all in all we honesty, I, I was kind of like, I don't know, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna like ask this girl out. I don't know what like to do. And on my birthday, which is in September, which is the beginning of the school year, Kelly got me this like welcome to school birthday basket full of all of oh like these like air quote back to school supplies. -uh. But there were also like there's also like candy and like things that I actually like. Oh my god, did apple. That's important. And, and I knew in that moment when she brought it to me first thing in the morning, by the way, she was, she was excited to come to my classroom yeah. and deliver this like package. Oh, so I knew, cute. okay, this girl, this girl's doesn't want to just be friends. Yeah. And that's when I knew, okay, I need to make a move. It was the teacher basket. The teacher basket. The teacher basket. Mm. Well, he do it. Yeah. I know. Isn't that funny? So who made the mood first? Kelly did I the make the move first? Yeah, or did I? Oh, oh spicy. <laughs> no, you gave me permission. I to gave make you permission. That's great. That's oh. great. That's great relationship. How did you give her permission to move? Uh, our first date was actually uh, to church. Oh, <laughs> oddly enough, we're so Christian. that's exciting. We're so Christian. I know. We hung out. We one probably night. shouldn't tell people this, but it was also my first time ever going to church. Yeah. <laughs> so. That wasn't Catholic. Okay. Church. That wasn't Catholic. That wasn't Catholic. Yeah, yeah, mass. That was not mass. I think he said, "Do you want to go to church?" And I go, "You mean mass?" And I was like, <laughs> "Oh my yeah, god, that's exactly amazing. how that yeah, we, can, we can start with that." Yeah. 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 Like that. Oh yeah. my gosh, I love that so much. Yeah. That's so fun. Yeah. All right, Nick. So when did you know that you wanted to marry me? Mm, I'm going to go really cheesy. Okay, I'm ready. So uh, I'm sure you remember this because you were there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a New Year's Eve about 15 yes. years ago. I was always the friend. He was. In our little circle. Mm -hmm. And we didn't know each other super, super well. Mm -hmm. But um, I went to your house on New Year's Eve. I had to go home because I was at my cousin's house. I went home and I had to go on MapQuest. You guys remember, I remember. Print out directions. printing out directions. I printed out directions because I really <laughs> wanted to go to Kaylee's house. And so I went there. Uh, New Year's Eve happened, like fireworks, all that kind of stuff. Apparently, I just missed like a giant firework, like oh, flying yeah. through a crowd and almost yeah, killing people. It almost killed all my friends. The police came. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> I showed up about five minutes later. And then um, everyone left. And I wasn't leaving because I wanted to hang out with Kaylee. And <laughs> she said, do you have your guitar? And of course, I had my guitar sitting yeah, in the yeah. trunk of my car. Jimmy Earl does not always not have prepared. his guitar on him. <laughs> and so I went out and I got, got my guitar and we worshiped together till like 4 30. It was in the crazy. It was nuts. Yeah. And uh, super cheesy. It hit this point in the night where oh we started gosh. singing this line from David Crowley. It goes, it's just you and me here now. And I said, yeah. yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's just <laughs> me and you, babe. That's when no. I knew I really, really, really liked you. When I knew we were going to get married was when, uh, after you broke up with me for five and a half months, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still hurting from that. Oh my gosh. I'll find room in my heart to forgive you. Um, <laughs> is when, uh, 
you asked me out to coffee again, I thought, if she's saying yes to me, we're getting married because this is all it's up true. to her, not it's to me. It's true. That's a whole nother yeah. story. But yes, I broke up with Nick because I was terrified that he fell in love with me so quickly. Yeah. And um, I broke up with him for five months trying to figure out what five I wanted from. Excuse me. Five, <laughs> five and a half. There's two extra weeks in there. Five and a half months. And yeah. Anyways, that's what, a whole nother story. What was story. the go-to song when Kaylee asked you to worship? You're, yes, of course I have my guitar. <laughs> when you're walking out it? to your car to get it out of the trunk, what was the go-to song coming mm, back? I would, this is so long ago. I would probably say, do you remember, it's this song by David Crowder again. Oh, yeah, no. He was the big to. thing back then. Yeah, he was. For sure. mm -hmm. All That I Can Say. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. What a song. Not too, what a song. Not too intimate, yeah. but just, it's a good, just uh, yeah, it's a good, just two people sitting on the back <laughs> porch oh worshiping. <laughs> on New We're Year's Eve. worshiping. <laughs> So these are a lot of fun. And as you can tell, we have a lot of fun in our marriages. And the Bible tells us to count it all joy when we face trials. And and that's in James 1. And I don't know about you, but trials, they're hard. And they don't always stir up this emotion of joy. But right. the word of God says to count it all joy. So it sounds like we have to make the choice to choose joy. And we yeah. obviously have a lot of fun. We love to choose joy. And so our first question today is marriage is not always easy. In fact, marriage can be really, really hard. Um, and so we, as your wives, we know this to be true, mm -hmm. that it can be hard. It's not always gift baskets and worshiping till four <laughs> o'clock in the morning. And because of this, we know how important it is to have fun in our marriage. Yeah. I love Tyler. We have so much fun. Um, Tyler actually keeps me kind of spontaneous. Like he's always, um, he's always like, Hey, let's just, um, let's just, what's the word you say? Uh, experience experience that's right i should yes. know that he's like let's just experience and it's great because we have some of our most fun when we just don't plan it we just yeah. go out in fact fun fact i'm an event planner for um as at my job for a living for our church but we do not plan any vacations we go on we just go and experience and have a lot of just fun so it. you keep that a lot in our marriage and yeah. uh, kaylee what about you i Nick? love that um i think um keeping joy in our marriage i think we're just ridiculous and we don't take ourselves too seriously sure. so um being weird honestly we're <laughs> like hey it's we're just ridiculous so um i'll never forget we went to this photography conference or something and on our way there we saw this sign that was like a lawyer sign that said winters and yonkers and we just thought it was the most hilarious name and so we videoed it but this whole time we made up this whole crazy thing we found these two guys and we named them <laughs> those names and it ended up being like the time of our lives and so i feel like that's just a good example of us just having fun with anything. I think like it's actually a choice. Like you can choose to take your relationship seriously or you can uh, choose to just have fun a little. So. For sure. Yeah. So how do we intentionally keep joy and laughter in our relationships? Yeah, I, I think that, um, I mean, I, I relate to Kaylee a little bit. I'm kind of goofy and dorky and easygoing just kind of naturally. So um, it's kind of almost a natural response for me. So like, yeah. just it's kind of like, well, it could be worse when things <laughs> are kind of going off the rails. Like that's just kind of a natural response. I know that's not how everybody is, but yeah. I think we talk a lot in marriage about marriage being sustained uh, just by kind of these like key moments, like yeah. these, these great moments. I mean, we just were sharing stories, right? Like mm -hmm, these are yeah. moments that we remember that That's just good. remind us yeah. that no, this, this is, this is what it's about. Right. right. Uh, so vacations, great, great dinner experiences, nights without kids, real conversations, not, yeah. not talking about the mortgage and finances, right. but like real, right. like, sure. what are you dreaming about? What, yeah. like, like, let's, let's be friends here kind of conversations. Yeah. Um, and you just got to kind of make time for those moments. And I, I think for me, and it's even something that 
I'm kind of working on even 13 years in. I think mm-hmm. for too many guys specifically, those moments were back when we were like dating, right? Those moments yeah. were just years and decades right. ago because mm-hmm. as a guy, it's like, I'm going to go win the fair maiden and now I got her. And now it's <laughs> yeah, like, you do. here we go. <laughs> like it, like I've, I've done it. I've yeah. conquered. I've arrived. And you've just never arrived. You're always right. kind of working on that. Yeah, and that's so, really good. Um, I think that's a lot of different things there, but I think in general, it's just, man, when, when things are tough, you got to remember the good things. Yeah. And then I think Kaylee said something great there. Don't take it too serious. Right. Like, right. We're going to get through this. It's yeah. going to be better. It's kind of the, the, the theme right now of 2020. <laughs> we will get through this. Absolutely. It's going to be okay. It could be worse. Right. Let's keep moving. Yeah, for good. sure. Nick, um, how do we intentionally keep joy and laughter <laughs> in our relationship? Uh, I think first. Uh, I need, like, if I'm thinking really practically, I need to let go of what I've maybe walked through that day. Like I'm coming home from a, a long day at work. Yeah. I've been working with people. Yeah. Uh, I've been working with through issues or I have family stress or financial stress, wh- whatever it is. I need to let that go. Yeah. Like, of course we should talk about things and I should include you in what I'm walking through, but at some point it needs to stay there. I need, right. I need to release it so that I can actually focus on my relationship with you. Yeah. Uh, another thing I, I think is that you kind of said it earlier, Kaylee, like we need to not take ourselves too seriously. Yeah. Like we do the dumbest things at our house. Like <laughs> <laughs> our, our kids do like puppet shows before bed yeah. half the time. And, <laughs> do I want to watch a puppet show? No. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe like 10% of the time I do, but um, like we learn to have fun with everything we possibly can. Yeah. And and then I think about, um, I don't have, like I, I'm working for eight hours a day and I have a few hours a day with you maybe right. because of kids mm-hmm. and things like that. So I want to make the most time out of any time I get with you. I think about like when we go to Disney or or something like, I don't want to go to Disney to wait in lines. Like, I want to make the best use of my time at Disney. So I'm using fast passes. I'm, right. I'm doing everything yeah. I can to get on the most ride. Like, I'm I'm going to Disney to ride things. I'm going to Disney to have fun, not to wait in lines. Yeah. And so when I think about having time, like, I'm having time with my wife, I'm going to make the most out of yeah, that time good. that I have. So I'm not going to spend it stressing about things that I really don't mm-hmm. want to be stressing about. Yeah. I'm not going to be worried about things that I don't need to worry about. I'm going right. to focus on why, like why I'm there. And it's to spend time with my wife and have fun. Yeah. I think that even thinking about that, um, what I've learned 13 years in really cool that both of us have, uh, almost been married yeah. for 13 fun years. Fact. Fun fact. Oh, um, 13. I know. <laughs> Good luck. We're redeeming 13. Yes, we are. Yeah. Absolutely. Isn't 13 typically like an unlucky I number. I think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Not now. <laughs> um, so yeah, being, uh, 13 years in, I think that, um, obviously marriage just keeps getting better when yeah. you really, both of you are really working hard at it. But um, what I've learned the most is um, people will say that fra- p- phrase, picking and choosing your battles. Yeah. Um, but I think that that has helped me so much to just um, really enjoy marriage um, because there's a lot of things when I first got married that like I was just picking the wrong battle and right. I was making our lives miserable by choosing to like stay in a certain mindset right. and um, it's freed me a lot and I think it's really made our marriage better to to just pick and choose like is it really worth like thinking about this or maybe nagging him in my head or um, expecting something like too high of expectations of a day or you know little things like that but um, picking and choosing um, conversations and battles I think was is huge for me 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I love how everyone said don't take it too serious. And I think what's really special is that even when one of us is taking something serious, the other can kind of come through and just remind us like, hey, this isn't, is this the battle we want to fight? Or um, is this like Nick had said about letting go of the daily stress? Like, is this worth stressing for another hour about something that's already happened? Or can we focus on like what's right in front of us with our kids um, or Disney or just the moment yeah. that Tyler had mentioned that we're in? So I love that. Yeah. So like I said, we've uh, both, uh, both couples we've been, we're going on 13 years of marriage. Um, so my next question, what is one thing that we have done in our marriage that has attributed to 13 years of success? Mm, good question. I know. Wow. That's a big question. That is a very big question. <laughs> I'm going to go really, really simple with this. And it's, um, if we're ever going to assume anything about the other person, yeah. it's going to be assuming the best. Yeah. Great. Because anything other than that creates major conflict. Yeah. And I know that you always have good intentions for me. Mm -hmm. And you know that I always have good intentions for you. Sometimes things are going to happen that um, maybe don't seem like that at times. And uh, but I'm always going to assume that you meant the best possible. Right. And if it doesn't feel like that, I'm going to ask questions to get understanding that's of great. why it felt a certain way, right. like why a conversation felt a certain way or yeah. an interaction. Yeah, that's good. What about you, Tyler? Well, um, Kelly, we've been married 13 years. Mm -hmm. And so uh, one, I think that I've just gotten better with age. Um, mm -hmm. right? Yes, you have so the glow up. The glow Major up. Major yeah. glow up. Yeah. I, I actually... I actually genuinely look forward to getting older, which a lot of people maybe don't, but no, like I'm, I'm knocking on the door for 40 next year. It's okay. going to be awesome. And so I'm looking awesome. at that. And guess, and the salt and pepper hair is starting to come in. Kelly and loves got a little gray coming in. That, yep. That's wisdom. Very that's experience. Excited. That's sexiness. If Sexy. it's uh, my wife, that's all good stuff. <laughs> good stuff. Nick, <laughs> Nick likes the gray hair. Nick apparently. Gray I, was hair. Like, <laughs> I was thinking about that. Yeah. Mm. But I, I think in all honesty, um, I think that, uh, like marriage is, is a choice, not a feeling. We talk about yeah. it all the time with premarital, right. And, and when we're talking to young couples and, uh, getting ready to get married, it's, it's just, it's a daily choice yeah. and it's, it's, it's being able to kind of, it's almost like muscle memory, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not always going to feel it, but I'm always right. going to choose it. Yeah. Right. And I think right. that there's, I think that there's something that comes with that, that gives me permission and it gives me a responsibility almost now to, to approach the conversations that I may not be feeling, yeah. but I'm choosing this individual. So sure. I have to have them. Right. Absolutely. So, right. um, I, I think that's just kind of in a marriage, it, it's something that uh, is easily forgotten um, yeah. because we're a very feelings based yeah. kind of, um, kind of world. And for so, sure. um, I think that it's just the principle of I'm choosing this person. And for 13 years, that's kind of been the rhythm is every day I'm waking up and I may not feel it today, but I'm going to choose it. And, and my, my choices are going to lead and my feelings will eventually follow. Yeah, that's, that's okay. really good. It makes me think of um, Proverbs 5. I, I wrote down the scripture and it says, so be happy with your wife and find joy with the woman you married. Pretty and graceful. I mean, come on, as a deer. Um, <laughs> let her charms keep you happy. Let her surround you with her love. And I yes. love this scripture because it says let. Yeah. And I think that we have to, um, in relationships, we have to allow people to love we have to allow our spouse to love us the yeah. way that they love us um, and not putting up those walls and like making that choice. As you said, Tyler, I think that that's, um, 
that's a huge key of success in a marriage. So for sure. I, I think, I know that this isn't like something we were talking about, but I think this is a really important question for just the nature of this podcast, because I do think that, I do think that there's something that I see specifically Kelly do exceptionally well. And we were talking about it just this week with something that we're going through. I think that Kelly is an extremely driven and and passionate and opinionated mm -hmm. female yeah. um and and that's what makes her great like yeah. she's she's sassy i guess uh -huh. this would be a good word spicy. she doesn't take no for an answer she's spicy <laughs> yeah um but but it'd be very easy if you didn't know us to like like go home and joke with people like oh no who wears the pants in that relationship right. and exactly. and kelly's not that like no. kelly's not that way so so she's yeah. certainly going to express her thoughts her feelings her opinions mm -hmm. but at the end of the day she she lets she lets a biblical structure which yeah, is the, the husband leads a home spiritually yeah to to actually happen there and i think that that's completely uncommon in a lot of, in a right. lot of marriages. And so yeah, I'd love to hear your true. thoughts on how, if, if we're looking at practically, like how have we survived as long as we have, well, you've allowed, like we've, we've got a great way to make space for those conversations, but mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you've allowed our family to, to move to a brand new city and start a church seven years ago, right? Like yeah, you've right. allowed stepping into just some crazy, crazy things yeah, um, and, and we're doing it right. right. So talk about that. Yeah. Um, way to put me on the spot, but yeah, we, <laughs> I think that, that we could do a whole podcast on this for right. sure. Um, but one thing we actually had something happen this week and I just feel like being let one, two things. I think that it wasn't just all my own strength, because if you know me, you know that I, I am very opinionated and I can really drive things forward. Um, but I've just really learned to lean on kind of really what God is telling me to do and God's word you know, does not fail. And his word does say that like the husband leads the home, especially right. spiritually. So, I mean, I thank Tyler for that. I have a husband who leads our home really, really well. And so sometimes, um, and sometimes, you know, it might go like faster for, for me on a decision than it does go with him. But if mm -hmm. I push him to the decision I want him to, to do, it's not, good for any of us. Right. Like it just right. breeds resentment and bitterness and all these things. And, and for me, it's, I don't want it to be the decision unless it's of God anyway. Right. And so putting him at the center of our relationship is something we've said from the beginning, even when um, we were dating and made some really intense decisions, even as a dating couple um, that went against everything I knew. Cause like I said, I didn't really grow up in the church. And so I went against what I knew, but I knew it was right because there was this tugging at it. And yeah. Tyler just led in such a good way that allows me to kind of trust the Lord and then trust him all at the same time. Right. And so I know it's been really um, just really cool to see kind of you lead our family even in that way. Um, and God always shows up in yeah, those seasons. So it's sure. really cool because like even what happened this week, it was – I felt strongly about something, but it wasn't even like it was, it wasn't even strongly about like a specific direction. It was just, Hey, this is what God has for us. And whether this works or this doesn't, God's always going to provide. For sure. And so whatever decision comes out of this. And then I felt like God was like, you know, what? I, you need to let Tyler drive this. And so I said, okay. And I remember saying, okay, I'm going to let Tyler drive it. And I prayed that prayer and no joke guys this is how cool God is. And now this doesn't <laughs> always happen. Okay. So right. preface it with that. Right. But like, Three hours later, I'm in a meeting and Tyler rushes in and he's like, we're doing it. And I'm like, well, that was fast. That's like, amazing. You know, and so I just think um, it's just cool to trust kind yeah. of God, but then also trust your husband in that and then communicate really well. And I was actually doing um, 
reading in the Bible in 2 Timothy 3.16, um, it says that all scripture is inspired. And in some instances, it says God breathed, um, God breathed, right? And it's useful. This scripture is useful to teach us, to correct us, to equip us yeah. to do a good work. In our relationship with God, it is strengthened because we communicate with him. Right. And so I think that's the same image of a marriage. Like For it sure. is, our relationships are strengthened when we communicate, when yeah. we teach each other, we correct each other, we equip each other to do a good work. So all those are really great. And we're going to actually transition to a non-marriage question. Um, and so we said before, you guys are both more than just our husbands, but you're also pastors and leaders in our church. Um, so how do you balance ministry with leading your family? Yeah. Um, Pastor think, Tyler. <laughs> that's me. Pastor um, babe. I think that, uh, I think you said the word balance, right? And that, that word balance kind of has all kinds of different definitions and interpreted yeah. different ways. And I think most people kind of have a misconception with it. In fact, I think there's probably a really good book just waiting to be written called The Myth <laughs> of Balance, right? right? And so um, I think that there's time management skills that we certainly, in principles, we certainly need to, yeah. to learn and to have. And that's probably another mm -hmm. uh, podcast for another day. Um, but there's, there's things that I, I just need to, I need to realize when it comes to balance that I'm not a pastor from nine to five right? and then come home and yep. from five to eight, I'm a dad. Yeah. And then from eight to 10, I'm a husband. That's just not yeah. how yep. that works. Right. I'm all of those things all of the time. Right. right? And yeah. we've all been in a meeting for our work and we get a phone call from the school because right. we're a parent, right? right. Like we're always, yeah. we don't respond with, I'm sorry, I'm working right now. I right. can't, I can't answer this call or attend to my child. Right. Like that's just, I'm always, I'm always those things. Yeah. Um, and so I just need to identify the roles mm -hmm. that I'm always, I always am. And I'm mm -hmm. just always giving myself permission to be those things. Yeah, that's great. Right? So I just think about Jesus. Jesus never responded with I'm sorry, this is my day off. I can't talk right, right, right now, right? right? Like I just, I'm always Pastor Tyler. I'm always Sad. husband Tyler. I'm yeah. always dad Tyler. And I just right. always need to kind of be uh, be available and, and ready for that. And so I also think that to kind of help keep you centered is probably a better word. Like right. how do you stay centered That's to good. stay all of those things? Yep. Because here's the other thing, like a pastor is a demanding profession, yep. right? A husband and a dad are demanding roles. Yep. So there's a lot of energy that's required from me to do what God has called me to do yeah. in all, all the avenues. Yeah. Right. So I think it's really important to give yourself permission to we use air quotes here, waste time on hobbies and things that recharge you to keep you centered. Yeah. Right. So it, for me, it's why I work out every afternoon at four yeah. o'clock. Right? I, mm -hmm. I work out there so that mm -hmm. I can stay centered yeah. and come home and remind myself that I'm dad. Now when I get home, I'm husband yeah. when I get that's home, great. I need yeah. energy capacity and being centered so that I can give my best there uh, whatever energy I, I have left. Right. So it's, yeah. it's all of that. Yeah. That's great. Nick, how do you uh, balance ministry with leading your family? Yeah. Tyler actually spoke to a lot of that. I think right. it's, it's all about managing your time really well mm -hmm. and yourself really well, because yeah. if I'm not, if I'm not good myself, I can't be good for anyone that I lead in yeah. church and I won't be good for my family or my wife at all. Yeah. Um, I think some practical things, is even like we know that some busy seasons are coming up where yeah. balance is a right. complete joke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like exactly. We just came out of a really crazy season at yeah. church and um, thinking that we're going to have like this normal balanced life during the month of August is just crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> planning those things out really well, like knowing that I'm about to go into a really crazy season. So we're going to invest some really intentional time 
set our family up really well for yeah. it before yeah. and after. Right. It's great. Um, it's going to be things like, I know that there's some nights like we have rehearsals on Thursday nights mm-hmm. and there's different events happening at night. And I know that I will not see my children. Like once right. I go to work, I'm, I'm not going to see them. So mm-hmm. finding ways to connect with them, whether it's like FaceTiming them or being really intentional with them in the morning instead of kind of doing my own thing or taking my time getting ready, like really trying to invest some kind of time into them. Uh, And then just knowing that we're a ministry family. Right. um, I think that's huge. What that means is we have events on things like Christmas and Easter and those are happening. Like I'm not, not going to be there. Like I'm going to be there. And so our family celebrates things maybe a day early or something like that. Like right. we make things work really well. Yeah. And we actually teach our kids that um, while we do have a demanding job, like they get to do so many cool things because right. of yeah. what we do at church. Like right. we're setting up for a really cool youth event and there's like water slides and stuff. Guess what? My kids are riding those things. It's going to be awesome. Right. Or I know like we work Sundays and our kids obviously go to school Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. And so we work Sundays. So, uh, once a month on a Friday, we'll take our kids out of school and yeah. go to like Legoland <laughs> yeah. or something. Right. Like, what other kids get to do that once a month? Right. Like they get to do that because we are a ministry family. Yeah. And so teaching them those things helps them understand and actually celebrate what we do. So with good. Us. Yeah. I, I think that I see something in in our relationships too, both of our marriages that I think is is really kind of practical and key for marriages just in general. Like I think that that Kelly gives me permission to have hobbies, right. Yeah. To, to, to go have Tyler time. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't give me a hard time about it and I don't abuse right. it. So like, I know right. that you're right, right. If it's, if it's a lot of guys, golf is like a hobby of theirs and it's a four hour at mm-hmm. minimum, right. Mm-hmm. Like break from, from the mar- marriage, break from the family, what, whatever you want to call it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it'd be very easy to abuse that and, yeah. you know, play golf six days a week. And, and it's, it, there's a healthy balance there, but right. the fact that I'm not getting, giving, being given a hard time to kind of That's do so good. that. Yeah. is really, really key. Absolutely. And the same way that I'm not going to give Kelly a hard time uh, and make her feel like the the house is going to burn down when she takes like a girl's weekend right. or, or wants to like, right. like take a trip, right? Like yeah. it's yeah, so many times I see guys give permission, but it's like, oh, are you sure? What are we going to do for yeah. dinner? Uh, right. gonna yeah. you, you got all these kids. What, like, yeah, yeah. And you're thinking, well, no crap. That's like, yeah, my, exactly. that's like my Monday through right. Friday. Like right. you're going to be okay. So yeah. I keep frozen pizzas in the fridge. I, yeah. You know? yeah. No, I, 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 yeah. It's like, I go back to college for a couple of months. Yeah, we'll be okay. So, so I just think there's like a healthy yeah. balance with yeah. some of that stuff too, that's that, really that just good. kind of practically helps. Uh, I know it wasn't a marriage specific question, but I think sure. it helps kind of keep centered uh, relationships and, and individuals so that you can stay healthy. It's great. Yeah. That's so good. I love that. I think too, um, something that you said, like we both have a ministry is our lifestyle yeah. and it is a lifestyle and it's really awesome. And I think you had said it with our kids and even we do it with each other. Um, but it's not a burden, like it's no. a blessing. And yeah. so I love Tyler, you had one of the first things you talked about in the podcast was intent in our marriage, being intentional with those moments, those special moments. And I think as ministry families being intentional with those special moments, like the large slide at our yeah. student event, um, that our kids get to have solo access to right. and, um, and kind of planning and we don't do Christmas doesn't look the same for us, yeah. you know, that it does for most people. So being able to have special nights and the Christmas season that they look forward to that are our own traditions. Yep. Now, I love that you said that, Tyler, because I think it's so important um, 
as a married couple to allow each other, not allow, but like uh, give room for um, them to have their own personal time. And when you do that, actually, it's better for you because they come back stronger. They come back healthier, happier, and better to be a better spouse um, for you. And I think that the enemy would love to try to convince couples in the world in society that like um that's not the case that like it's like this controlling perspective on each other and um that's just ground for um misery to be honest um but when you allow um your spouse to have that room to grow and to focus on themselves individually they show up better for you so that's good. Yeah. Um, so I have another question for you guys. Um, you've both uh, been on the front row of Empower for the last two years, <laughs> which has been a crazy and fun journey. Um, our mission is to encourage and equip women to take action steps towards everything that God has for their lives. So um, what advice would you guys give or encouragement would you give to people listening to today? Wow. Um, <laughs> I think if I was to take like maybe like one word that I could apply to like everything. Mm -hmm. Um, It's something that I kind of try to live by as much as possible. It's being intentional, like intentionality. Mm -hmm. And I think if you can focus on intentionality, like when I wake up, I say, I'm going to be intentional about this, Mm -hmm. then that's going to grow. Right. Um, Like nothing grows by accident. Nothing gets healthy by accident. Like I'm not going to lose weight by accident. Like I need to wake up and be intentional about going to work out. Yeah. Um, so anything that I want to get better at anything that I want to be better in my life, whether it's my marriage, my family, Mm -hmm. um, what I do at work, a hobby, like anything I want to do, if I'm intentional about those things, it's going to get better. For sure. Uh, I think that, um, I look at kind of the two of you that two years ago um, you felt like you heard from God and weren't really sure what it was going to look like, but it didn't stop you from starting. Right. Uh, Yeah. Like you, you had conversations with each other. You had conversations with your husbands, you had conversations with pastors and you just started something. And two years later, it's, it's this really special thing that God is doing. Right. And so um, I think about I think about even just right now in our country, there's a worship leader from California that felt like he just was supposed to go to these cities that are just burning down literally right now with mm. rioting happening. Yeah. And we're gonna worship. Wow. And we're gonna combat the riots with worship. And yeah. it's this special That's like amazing. movement. It's, it's called it's called Let Us Worship. It's happening so cool all across the country right now. And it's just yeah. this one guy said, Man, I heard from God. Yep. I'm not sure what this is gonna look like, but it didn't keep him from starting it. Right. Yeah. And so right. I think that. So often we hear these things from God and it doesn't mean we just recklessly go and do them. It mm-hmm. means that and we, we go through the right channels, which is seeking counsel, yeah. which is praying and which is confirming it with scripture. And then if we've been given permission from God and, and our spiritual authority to yeah. do it, like too many people wait to start. Right. So, so like so just good. start it. And it may not look, it may not look at first like what you thought it was going to look like in the, in the big picture, but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's not working. Right. right. Like I, I don't know what was in your heads and what empower was going to look like, mm-hmm. but you started with just one simple small group that met in, in our living room. Right. Yeah, like yeah. that's, that's where it started. <laughs> right? So it could be m- much more than that, but, but that didn't discourage you. That didn't keep you from, you know, keep going, keep yeah. moving with it. 
Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, that's awesome. And I just wanted to thank you guys because you had said earlier, Tyler, that like give um, in your relationship to give your spouses room, you know, to do things or to even dream. And so in our in our case, like this, we did feel really passionate about this, but. I mean, even each other had excuses like we can't do this. Yeah. We don't have time. We have families. We have yeah. kids. We have jobs and all these things. And I think you both have given us space sure. to allow empower to kind of be. And so many women um, are just growing in their leadership. They're growing in their spiritual walk and they're being empowered to empower others to do the same. And right. so it's just been an incredible journey. And you do have a lot to do with you that really do. behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, and so whenever you see Tyler and Nick, just say thank you to them if you're in the <laughs> Empower power community. Husbands. Yes. So uh. we had so much fun. And uh, just like in every episode, we love to do takeaways. Yes. And um, so some takeaways I know I got was first is just be intentional with our moments together. I just love that you guys said that. And that intentionality was a common theme throughout the whole day, but the moments together, like we don't take things seriously. So it's even intentional with these fun moments. Not everything is, um, you know, a bill or a huge task or an event. It's it, it, we can be fun in the moment. So I love that. Yeah. Another takeaway that I loved was, um, assume the best in each other and ask a lot of questions. If you aren't sure of an intention, ask questions to get to the root of it. Um, but assume the best until you can't anymore. That's great. And then one of my favorites when it comes to marriage is choose each other daily. Like every morning when I wake up, I look across the bed and I'm like, I choose you, babe. Not really. That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) I'm up at least two hours before you. She doesn't look across the bed. No. at your empty. pillow and I think I'm so grateful the, the impression on the mattress and I say thank you God <laughs> the smell thank you God for but really in all seriousness I really do like choose you uh, daily and great and thank and do thank God for you every day but yeah and another the last takeaway like Kelly said is um intentionality was kind of the theme of the podcast um for today so be intentional with all the things that's on your plate um if you want to do something well you have to be intentional about it for it to grow. Yeah, actually, one more thing Tyler said uh, to at the very end, um, he says, you know, when you're going to take when you're about to step in obedience that God has called you into, he said three things. He said, you seek counsel, you seek confirmation and you seek scripture. And I just think that's a good practical way when we talk about obedience and stepping into big things. If if that's something that you um, are kind of that stirred your heart a little bit. Remember those three things. Seek counsel, so good. seek confirmation, and seek scripture. So guys, we are so grateful that you joined us on yes. the Empower Podcast today. We love seeing you share this podcast with all of your friends. Um, if you enjoyed today, we obviously would want you to share and tag at Empower Community. And of course, subscribe. And we love reading your reviews. So review those as well. Yeah. And every Wednesday, we announce our special guests on our Instagram account. So make sure to check out who our next guest will be. Thank you for listening to the Empower Community Podcast. We would love for you to share with your friends and of course subscribe so you don't miss any of the episodes.